is ice cool in moments like this. Oh, the big fella runs back into heavy traffic. Look at him go! Oh, my Sunday footy talk with you, Jimmy Graham and Dobbo, footy talk, the listener podcast. Jimmy Graham, we've got an absolute amazing situation. Yeah, it wasn't a dream. 273 days and the Tigers finally get another victory. They do. They'll be dancing in the streets of Leichhardt. We'll recap all of that. We're going to talk about Canberra's big win uh, and the emotion of Ricky Stewart. Plus, what about the resilience from the Titans to bounce back against the Sea Eagles? This is Footy Talk. Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you, a listener podcast. Let's get into it. Let's talk the Tigers. It's Sunday and it's Footy Talk with Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you as we unpack what was a super Saturday for the ages. Jam, how are you? Yeah, I'm very well, Ben. I'm uh, still currently in a state of shock, though. Um, <laughs> wow. Unbelievable. Can you believe the 30th of July 2022 was the last time the West Tigers won? They beat... An unbelievable performance against Penrith. It was in Bathurst. It was a rain, rain sodden affair, 12 points to eight. Jimmy, talk to me. I mean, it was a West Tigers performance that they'd be very proud of. But when you look at it, let's break it down. How did they win this one? Well, there's so many aspects to talk about. First off, you said the conditions, right? Horrible, horrible, horrible conditions beyond difficult, just makes life so much harder. Tigers, 38 from 42. Yeah. Completion rate of 90% in, in, those the con- in those conditions. Absolutely sensational. And they just, they, they played it so well. And even the, the very last play of the game, which a lot of people will, will not really look, look too much at, but Luke, Luke Brooks, he kicked, he kicked excellently, um, yesterday 240 20s which was phenomenal real really important times of the game as well really good play from him he's under a lot of pressure like he has been for the last what 10 years of his career last play of the game you know normally or what we've seen lately is that people don't want to kick the ball dead deliberately but he did that to save some time yeah you give away a seven tackle set it'll come up as an error but it was the play the Tigers needed just to take the win any any sort of slim hope that the Panthers had of coming back. Yeah, it was all gone with that last kick from from Luke Brooks. Jimmy, you know how important it is um, in, in the composition of a side. We saw the fullback um, and, uh, you know, Bueller is a Bueller, is a Buller. Um, he was unbelievable. But the back three composition of Nofaluma, this young gun at fullback and, and Junior Tupo, it looked like their carries were a bit stronger. They came out of their own end a lot easier than they have throughout the course of the year. And that just takes so much pressure off your middles. Oh, yeah, absolutely it does. But I think the greatest aspect of the the, the Tigers' back three performance was was them under the high ball. Yeah. So Buller's in his second game of, uh, of first team. He was under all sorts of pressure at, at key moments in the in the game as well. Like the, there was a couple of those Nathan Cleary high balls go up, and you know you, your heart was in your mouth for the for the poor kid. Like you just you just thought, oh no, Cleary's going to put one of these bombs up, and he, he's he's 
he's gonna he's gonna spill it and the Panthers are gonna come home. But he um, he was up to the task and to do that in your only your second game of first grade, it was it was pretty pretty sensational from the youngster. He was good, um, and look, they were very, very good. I, I, I really do like the fact, and you, you, you started with this about their completions in the wet. Um, ball possession is everything these days in rugby league, and you know, really disciplined rugby league. We, we, we see the teams that are successful do that. The West Tigers, in those conditions, not winning, not winning a game since the thirtieth of July, twenty twenty two just showed a completely different mould. Now, everybody's saying, well, we've been building to that the last couple of weeks, and I, and I get that, but I didn't see that performance coming last night. I, you know, I, you know, after seeing, we, we, and we'll go through the other games, but we've just seen the Titans upset Manly, and then you come into that game and it's raining cats and dogs in Bathurst, and they still were, I'm thinking, this could be anything early. Um, but, you know, with from Wakeham's try early, um, they just got into a groove and they gutsed it out, and and seasons can change and clubs, whole fortunes can change off the back of that, those kind of wins. It, it was a real defining moment for the West Tigers. Yeah, look, and, you know, they won't want to harp on about what's happened, um, you know, this season. They'll be looking to, to, to move forward. But I think everybody um, watched their game last week against Manly and thought, oh, that's so demoralising. Like, can you get any closer? And, and that can really knock you about mentally. That you've you you know you've got so close, you've put all that effort in, and yet you still can't get the win. And then, all right, who's next on the calendar? Oh, we've got the back-to-back champions, and you just go, oh, you know, you, you you could excuse the Tigers for just turning up and just you know making up the numbers due to the fact that that that's the the cards that they were dealt, and and the yep. fact that they. That, you know they didn't get the victory last week, and here they are and, uh, against the back-to-back champions. But they didn't. They 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 came out again with a point to prove, and that that takes a that takes a special special effort from people um, and from the club for for Sheens and the rest of the staff to rally around and pick those lads up. I'm not too sure whether you know the likes of Bateman and Clemmer and Coruscant would have been around the group as well. But um, yeah, whoever was um, in charge of getting the key, getting the team you know laser focused like they they did an, an amazing job and I've got to say I thought Happy Coruscant was was really good yesterday Brooks kicked so well but Coruscant was starting to see him come close to the line and and look to put on little plays getting across these middles um they, they're starting to click and um, that's a great sign for the Tigers yeah it certainly is Gemma and with Jimmy Graham and Dobbo uh, Footy Talk podcast, well, I, I'll, I'll just talk one more area of that game. Penrith, I, I understand and take nothing away. They've been in the last three grand finals, back-to-back premiers. They're four and four, and they're a shadow of themselves at the moment. I don't say panic stations, but are there areas of concern for you in what you're seeing from their, their style of football at the moment? With the Panthers, um, look. One concern would be their ability to play in the wet. So, if you look at this season, some of the games that they lost, um, you'll be into me for bringing this one up again. But they lost in the wet to St Helens um, in the World Cup Challenge. Brisbane was a rainy one. Uh, I think the Parramatta game from memory was a rainy one. The two games they've lost, and then the West Tigers was another one in the rain yesterday evening. So, 
that's probably a, a bit of a concern. Um, but I think if Penrith get their best 17 out on the field, like, yeah, they, they were missing a, a few players yesterday. And we're not talking about players that have moved on from the club. I'm talking about players that are still active. I don't like that, you know, comparison to when, um, you, you, you know, the, the kick-outs, the Coruscant and whatnot. But when they've got their full best 17 on, they're there or thereabouts. They're still in the pack. I think just what's happened is they're closer to the pack and the pack has grown. So, we're, and what what we've seen from Penrith the last two seasons was total and utter domination. So it's about them focusing back in and thinking, okay, well, we're not that team anymore. We're a new team. Yes, we've still got plenty of quality around us, but we're not that team that are just going to completely blow away every other team in this competition you know you play at your best we play at ours we win no matter what but now Penrith can play at their best and not necessarily be guaranteed the victory where I think in seasons gone by they have they have been able to and you know they're not quite perhaps getting the the, the rub of the green or, or they're coming up a little bit unlucky like look at that Nathan Cleary opportunity yesterday like yeah it's a good tackle from Bula but you know yeah. Cle- Cleary slides over yeah, he's he's he slides over in you know if that's the, the any of the last three three seasons I think he he just yeah he just slides but yesterday he makes the error and you know it's it, it's not quite fully clicking but Nathan Cleary Ivan Cleary you know the the rest of the of the the gang there at, um, at Penrith they they're not going to go away if you think they're going away you. You, you're you're a fool. They're um, yeah. They're just they're, going, there. They're, they're, they're there or thereabouts. They're just applying themselves a little bit differently this year, um, and they're not that dominant force that they they were. But they've still got it in them, and they'll still be there or thereabouts come September time. We're going to take a break. This is Sunday Footy Talk, a listener podcast. Jimmy Graham and Dobbo with you on a Sunday. <laughs> Welcome back to Footy Talk, Sunday Footy Talk, the listener podcast, Jimmy Graham and Dobbo. Let's quickly, Titans Manly. Um, I'm going to get to Canberra's win in a minute, but Titans Manly, Manly under manned as well, but what a bounce back performance from a side that was humiliated only six days earlier uh, with the greatest comeback by the Dolphins in the history of the game to go out there. To me, Jimmy, it says a lot about that club. Um, they could have rolled over again. And I know our little mate Gordon Tallis will be celebrating, but they had a second half win for the first time in a long time. And it said something to me. It meant something to them last night. Take I, I understand Tommy wasn't there in Schuster. I get all that. But they still had to beat 17 players who were first graders, and they did it quite well. Well, well, again, the like last week we, we spoke to Tino, and you know, the, the bloke could barely get words out. He was... So angry, so disappointed, and you can only imagine what the the mood in the camp would have been like. And you know, for them to dust themselves down, come down to Sydney, and get themselves in that similar position, but this time apply themselves differently. It was a magnificent win for the Gold Coast Titans. It, it really was, and I was I was really happy for them. Uh, and that's nothing against Manly, but I was really happy for the Titans to get that victory yesterday. It was really impressive. Has David Fafita, in your eyes, done enough to book himself an origin spot after last night's performance? Yes, I, I think he has. I think, you know, the the Fafita we've, you know, come to know and love um, was out. He was he yeah. was playing with the bang yesterday. and I like how he's 
he's got that variety in his game. Like any halfback would be proud of that little sweet play and you know tip onto the winger. Uh, it was fantastic stuff. And then he scored one himself as well from absolutely nothing. So he's a special player. He gets a lot of scrutiny, obviously, because of the price tag. But when he plays like that, I think we've seen we're seeing more involvement and we're seeing an evolution of his game where he's he's got the run threat, but he's also got a, a nice little pass on as well, whether that's a short pass or a long pass. Um, and, you know, the bloke's still in his early 20s. Um, but, yeah, yeah. I think um, Coach Billy Slater and, and the rest of the selection panel at uh, Queensland Rugby League will be certainly taking notice and it'd be no surprise to see him uh, in the 17. Hey, um, mate, I, I, I'm with you on this because the try he scored, the dominance he had, I, I started thinking, and I haven't always been a David Fafita fan, but I watched it last night and went, oh, boy. You have really taken – and I heard him post-match and and he was very – you know, he's, he's focusing on diet. He just looks like, you know, Queensland now, they've lost Nanai. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he, he's a ready-made replacement. He, yeah, he's absolutely. Well, he, absolutely ready to roll. I think him coming off the bench would be huge, the best served, you know, when the, the Sting's taken out of the game, throw him on and give him a very direct, clear role. Yeah, it's it's going to be going to be very very dangerous. All right, let's get into it. The Raiders winning Golden Point in Wagga. It was emotional. Golden Point, thirty-one points to thirty. Here is the audio of their coach Ricky Stewart post match. Been a week where I needed the boys, especially the senior players, Elliot and Toots. When uh, the way they captain this week has been really really beneficial to me. Um, we wanted to reveal a bit of character this week, and I reckon we did. We've been been criticised as a club. I feel sorry for Jack. Jack's our mate. Had a long association with him. He's been put in a difficult position. He had to make a decision, and I'm okay with the decision. There's a lot of excuses going around about why Jack's leaving, and they're all it, it's all crap. Jack Jack wants a bit of a change. He's been here a long time. He wants a bit of a change, and I get that. But he shouldn't be put in that situation in regards to the, the way the system is at the moment. It's hard on those players who have to make these decisions in their futures. All the innuendo, the criticism Jack's got, it just, it's rot. We need to make it a better system so we can have, uh, make it easier for teams, the, their, their teammates, the clubs, and for the players making decisions. Um, we all love him. If we weren't hurt by it and going, we don't, we don't care about him. We don't care about the club. Am I pissed off as he's going? Yeah, I am. But, um... That's his decision. Yeah, very upset. Uh, he makes a lot of points, James Graham, that I think we, we all would agree with that, that there has to be some change. It seems to me that the emotion between Jack and also Ricky, there's something deep. I, I, you know, I know he made that decision, but there's more to the story that we we might never know. It, it looked like a genuine, a genuine upset, both of them, and happiness and relief and it really has affected that club on a lot of levels that we probably will never get to the bottom of and know the real reasons. I, I don't don't even don't know or not not really interested in other reasons. I just lo- love yeah. the emotion. I love what rugby league can do to people. Makes grown men cry. You know that's relationships. Um, and you know, I think that they spoke about Jack wanting to be a you know, or they wanted Jack to be a club legend. Well, he is a club legend. He's bled yeah, for that I club. Agree. He's dragged them to the ground. Without him, they don't make the grand final. They don't go so close um, like they did a couple of years ago. 
he's a legend at that club and he always will be. I, I, and I love Jack's emotion at the at the end of the game as well. And you know, now that's out because it is an emotional week and you've been speaking to everybody and people question you. And I think he just showed his his love for for Canberra and appreciation for Canberra and Ricky Stewart. You know, there's is there a more passionate person in the in the head coach's box? I don't, I don't think there is. He he clearly loves his players. Obviously, he didn't want Jack to go, and it was great to see an emotional side of him. Like I I, I love that. Um, I, I really do. Whether or not there is a a, a simple or a, a fix to this situation at the moment with our our transfer or or or, or you know player swap player movement market, I I don't know if there is. I I don't know if. You know, with us being a salary cap sport, or such a tight, p- tightly policed salary cap sport, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I do know that there's there's passion and emotion involved, and um, it, it was it was great to see Jack and his coach um, show that emotion publicly. It really was, and in terms of the game itself, um, it was great to see Canberra get the win. I think that helped with the emotion. I think if it had been a loss, we might not have seen so much pride and tears and, and whatnot but um, it, it was a great win for Canberra and it was basically a, a, a rinse and I thought it was going to be rinse and repeat of the round two game at KO Stadium where yeah. you know awesome. the, yeah. that, that's what I was that's what I was anticipating and you know Canberra probably allowed the, the Dolphins back into that one uh, yesterday and I I just thought oh no here we go here we go again I thought the, the Dolphins were going to find a way to get a, a, another victory but Credit to Canberra um, and, and Caesar with that field goal. I believe that's his, his first in NRL as well. So um, yeah, Jamal did well, didn't he? He he really did, um, and he, he needed to kick that. Um, they had an opportunity before they went to Golden Point, and they absolutely yeah, it was a, it was a lost str- their way. It was a strange <laughs> set that wasn't it? It, it really oh. was. It sort of it, it almost that set to me. It looked like nobody wanted to take responsibility, and then I think the the, the break and then going into Golden Point. That's when Jamal would have gone. No, no, actually, boys, I, I've got yeah. this. I've got I've this. Got, yeah, and and he put the step on. The chase was good from oh, Herman. Man. He it was, put the um, step on, and it was, it was a really good position. Can I ask you this? I, I understand they didn't win. I understand they didn't win, and they were so slow starters again. Oh, mate! But I've got to say, they're, they're building something. I'm, 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 I'm crystal, crystal ball me and humour me for a minute, Jammer. Three years down the track, just. What what Wayne Bennett and Christian Wolf are doing? I mean, no one had heard of Connolly Connolly Lemuelu before the start. I know he played at the Cowboys. What a game he had mate, yesterday, mate! He, he's coming. Uh, he's a weapon. He's an edge forward weapon, and that they are. You add some spark. Uh, look, Jennings made a made a massive massive crucial error which caused the try. Um, they started so slowly. They get a little bit more experience in that side and they've got Herbie coming and they've got Fleg coming and they've now got Josh Kerr. Oh, mate, I, I understand we've got a long way to go, but I'm just looking down the track with what they're building out there, the Dolphins. Oh, man. And, and I'm not on the Dolphin bandwagon. I know we have a joke, <laughs> but I mean that genuinely. Like, they're going to be a good football team. Mate, well, they already are a good football team. Like, yeah. they've exceeded expectation. A lot of people thinking they'd only get, you know, a handful of wins um, this season, if that. So they've exceeded expectation. Uh, you know, you, you talk about experience. Experienced players know how to start well. So that is a that is confusing to me. The last yeah. two weeks that they've allowed the opposition to get off to just 
real quick start and and when Canberra scored in was, was it the first set where Croker yeah. went out like it was you so think, easy you're thinking what is have you not have you have you guys not learnt your lesson from last week it was 12 nil up it was 10 nil up after after 10 yeah. minutes they, they put like it was like hang on what is going on here yeah because sure, yeah. surely you, you know you celebrate the comeback victory but look, look lads we made life difficult for ourselves last week didn't we so if we don't if we start well, we don't have to put all that effort in later on in the game. But they did exactly the same again. And, you know, you've got to give a massive um, amount of appreciation for, for Wayne Bennett, Christian Wolf, and the rest of the staff there and the and the, the lads as well to to have the ability to to respond and, and, and not fall into a hole because we did see them do that against the Dragons and against uh, South Sydney this season. But they've learned from that, and they—they're not—they're a team that you know seemed now to have the attitude of we're not going to go away, we're going to stay in the contest, and and they did that yesterday, and they were, you know, they had an opportunity to to get another two points. Unbelievable! Uh, it was great, uh, and look, it sets us up self beautifully for Magic Round next week. Uh, there's going to be plenty of clashes. Jimmy Graham and Dobbo, appreciate everybody. Uh, Gordy and Emma will be back tomorrow to recap what was uh, an awesome round nine. So many different ways to spin as well. Thank you, Jimmy Graham. Thank you to everybody. This is Footy Talk, the listener podcast. Listener.